Welcome to the La Ivana podcast. I am Ivana, your host, life coach, and motivational blogger. I'm here to help you create your own version of a dream life. Each week, you'll hear mindset shifts and action steps that you can implement into your daily life to start living a life you're excited about. Are you ready to go all in on your dreams? Then, let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to day 17 of the 30-day confidence challenge. In today's video, I'm sharing with you six toxic habits that are destroying your confidence. So these are both mindset habits that are just ruining and disempowering you on a daily basis and also actions that we're doing every single day that are contributing to lowering your confidence. So if you're new here, hi, my name is Ivana and I'm a certified life coach and solution-focused coach and I help women overcome their limiting beliefs, insecurities, fears that are holding them back so they can build confidence and create a life that they desire for themselves. So let's jump into today's video. The first habit that I want to talk about that is destroying your confidence is making things mean something about you. So Imagine the scenario where your boyfriend cheats on you and immediately you're making it mean something about yourself. You're immediately like, well, I'm not beautiful enough. I'm not fun enough anymore for him. That other woman is more beautiful or more spontaneous or more interesting or whatever that is. You're making it mean something about yourself. And immediately in that moment, your confidence drops and you're seeing yourself as not good enough and all of that negative self-talk just starts to come up because that comparison as well, we know it's always a confidence killer. So try not making, not make things mean something about you because as long as you're making things outside of you mean something about yourself, then your confidence is always going to depend on external circumstances. So if your boyfriend is good to you, then you're like, okay, I'm good enough. I'm a great girl girlfriend and stuff like that. But if your boyfriend cheats on you, then immediately you're not good enough. You're not beautiful enough. You're not smart enough. So you see how you're making your confidence and you're making yourself depend on what's going on external of you. So, you know, even if maybe at work, if you have a colleague who is always getting all of the opportunities, she's getting the pay raise, she's getting a promotion, and you're making that mean something about you. Suddenly, you are not good enough, you are not qualified enough, you are not creative enough, or whatever that is. So something happening externally, you create a story about yourself. So a question that you can ask yourself is when you start noticing that there is a fact and then your mind starts creating a story around that, you can ask yourself, what am I making this mean? And is that story that you are creating, is that benefiting you? So is it benefiting you in any way if your partner cheats on you and you're like oh yeah I'm not good enough I'm not fun enough stuff like that is that benefiting you in any way to get into that story 
how you're not good enough or at work, how you're not qualified enough, you're not skilled enough. Is that serving you in any way? And then you can ask yourself, what's more empowering meaning that I can give it? So if it's your partner, you can give it like you can just look at it. Okay, it's a fact. He makes his own decisions. It was his decision. It's him. It has nothing to do with me. It's what he chose to do. You don't have to make it mean anything about you. And you can look at it and you can ask yourself, what's the actual fact here versus what's the meaning and what's the story that you are creating out of those facts? And it's oftentimes it's going to be like, it doesn't make any sense. Because you can go either way. You can go, you know, your partner cheats on you. You can be like, oh, yeah, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not fun enough. He just got bored of me. All of that narrative. Or you can go to, you know what? I'm just, I'm too good for him. <laughs> you can go either way. Or you can be realistic and be like, you know what? It just means that we're not a good fit anymore. We're just not a good fit. He's just not my person and that's it. And then your emotions are, of course, going to come from those thoughts. And they are going to come from the meaning that you gave it. So if you think to yourself, well, you know what? Obviously, we're not a good fit. You know, he went on, he chose someone else. Obviously, he's not my person. And you can feel better about the fact that you're not wasting your time with someone who is not your person or you can go into well obviously I'm not good enough for him I'm not smart enough I'm not fun enough and then you can feel disempowered then that narrative that meaning is going to destroy your confidence because you know imagine going out into the world with these beliefs that you're not good enough you're not smart enough you're not enough in any way Imagine doing things with that mindset. It's just not going to bring you the results in life in general that you want. It's not going to give you any satisfaction in your life. Versus when you give things more empowering meaning, then that is going to build your confidence and you are going to feel more empowered to go after what you want in life, whatever area of your life that is. So habit number one to get rid of is making things mean something about you. Now, the next habit that is destroying your confidence is outsourcing decision-making. So I remember when I was working at a boutique store that had only women's clothing, I, would, I was working there as a saleswoman and the number of women every single day that I witnessed trying on something and then being like I don't know what do you think and it's like I was thinking to myself who is going to wear that are you going to wear that or am I going to wear that do I need to like it if you are the one that's going to wear it it's just like you're outsourcing your decision making and then I was also seeing women calling their friends you know FaceTiming their friends and being like, what do you think about this dress? What do you think about this coat? And I'm like, 
who is making the decisions for you? You're literally outsourcing your decisions. Where in reality, you can ask yourself a simple question. Do I like this? Do I like how this dress fits me? Do I like this? Do I want to buy this dress? Do I want to wear this dress in the future? Just ask yourself those questions and trust yourself with that. Instead of being like asking a saleswoman that you've never seen in your life, asking her whose job is to sell you on that dress, you know, asking her, what do you think? Asking your friends, asking your family. I had even uh, women, their friends, coming into the store to see how that dress fits her to then make a decision. Why? <laughs> you need to work on your self-trust. Even if you make a decision and you buy that dress and then five days later you're like, you know what, I don't actually like it. It's good. It's practicing. It's you are practicing to trust yourself with every single decision that you make in your life. Instead of asking for other people, what would they do? They need to make decisions for their life. You need to make decisions for your life because, you know, you're the one who is going to end up wearing that dress. And whatever decision that is, you know, if it's a decision about a job or you're asking your friends, do you think that I should quit this job? I mean, if you quit that job, you're going to be the one trying to find another job while they are just going to sit at their normal jobs. You are the one dealing with the result of your decision and you cannot put that into another person's hands. That is your power to make those decisions. So learn to trust yourself. And some additional questions, you know, for decision-making to build trust within yourself, because when you start to rely on yourself to make decisions in your life, your confidence will increase because you're not going to depend on other people. Because imagine, you know, those women calling their friend, you know, asking them if they should buy an, if they should buy a dress and imagine their friend not picking up. They would be like, oh my God, <laughs> they're not picking up. They would rely on them, on their friends, picking up the phone to make a decision. So once you start trusting yourself and trusting your decisions, you are going to stop relying on other people. And it's going to be just you. And it's so much more easier to live that way. So a question that you can ask yourself is, what outcome do I want? If it's a job, if you want to start your own business, if you want to move countries, whatever that is, what's the outcome that you want? Literally, when you're making decisions, what's the outcome that I want? What's the end result that I would like to see? Or when you are buying something, literally, you can ask yourself, do I like this item? Simple as that. No need to call your friends and talk for 15 minutes, you know, going back and forth. Do I buy the dress? Don't I? Just simple. Do I actually like it? And also, you can ask yourself, what am I being pulled towards? And it's sometimes, you know, just trusting your gut and just going with it. 
So yeah, that's the habit number two, to get rid of outsourcing decision-making. And you can even recognize this in your daily life, you know, when you're asking someone, what do you think about this? What do you think I should get, you know, when you are at a restaurant or at a coffee shop? What do you think I should buy? Stuff like that. Just rely on yourself and ask yourself, what do I want? Do I like this? And then questions like that. Then the next question, the next habit that is ruining your confidence is not knowing how to receive a compliment. And I see this so much and I have been here so much. It's, for example, when someone gives you a compliment and you're like, oh, it's nothing, or they are congratulating you on some achievement that you've had and you're like, oh, it's nothing. Or even what I see often and what I've experienced often is you disagreeing with them. <clears throat> so let's say that someone comments, oh, I love your hair. And you're like, oh no, it's awful today. Today is just, it looks awful. Instead of you just, just saying thank you. And you can start with that. That can be a challenge, an action step to take to get rid of this habit is just start saying thank you. Simple as that. You don't need to explain how you achieved something. You don't need to explain how you did your hair. Just say thank you and see how that feels. And also a question you can ask yourself is, where else in your life do you hold yourself back from receiving good things? Because a compliment is literally someone giving you something positive. Literally that. And when you say like, oh, it's nothing or, oh, it's it looks awful today, you're disagreeing with them and stuff like that. Where else in your life is that playing out? Where else in your life are you holding yourself back from receiving good things? And maybe it's even if someone would give you $10, you, you would be like, oh, no, I, I can't take that, you know stuff like that, or or if someone would bring you lunch at work, you would again be like, oh no, you know, <laughs> not receiving that. So where else in your life do you hold yourself back from receiving good things? And I just got an example in my mind, like winning the lottery. It's like so many people want to win the lottery, but they are holding, which is like a big thing, a big, large amount of money. But where else are you blocking yourself from receiving money or from receiving anything good? Because how you, let's say that inability to receive a compliment can be also reflected in repelling other good things. So you want something good in your life, but when you get something good, you don't have the ability to hold that. So if you cannot receive a compliment, you know, someone telling you, oh my God, you did such a great job with that presentation or your hair looks good. If you can't receive that, if you can't hold that, then that is blocking you from receiving even bigger things. So you can see where else in your life do you hold yourself back from receiving good things. And this also can come in the form of guilt which is what women have a lot of 
So feeling guilty for receiving anything, feeling maybe shame for receiving something, like it's not mine, like I'm like I'm taking it from someone else, and thinking that you don't deserve it, thinking that you don't deserve good things. You know, what's that goal that you have? Do you think that you deserve it? And this is a big conversation, and I need that women deal with this a lot and I think that you need to work on your sense of self-worth and recognizing that you are worthy you are worthy of all the good things you deserve all the goals that you have you deserve it and you need to work on trusting yourself and seeing yourself as worthy of having good things in your life so a good place to practice this is by receiving compliments so instead of fighting all the good that comes into your life, even in the form of a small compliment, start receiving it. Start being grateful for that. Notice that as a good thing and just say thank you. Simple as that. No need to explain your journey to that, you know, as I've said, how you achieved it or how you styled your hair. Just say thank you and feel it. Feel that gratitude in your body. Be grateful that you are receiving something positive. And that is going to create more positivity in your life because you're going to start looking at those things as something positive instead of just, ah, oh, whatever, you're just making me uncomfortable by saying that I did something good. It's a good compliment. So just say thank you. And allow yourself to receive good things in your life because you deserve it. Then the next habit to get rid of, which is destroying your confidence, is automatically saying yes to everything. And instead, I mean, I talked about this in my previous videos because it goes hand in hand with confidence, you know, being a people pleaser, always saying yes to everything, always being that woman who is like, oh, no worries, it's I'm good, you know, whatever. It's all lowering your confidence. So, of course, I had to mention it in this video as well. And because this is a habit that you can get rid of, and you can even start practice, practicing this today. So instead of being like, let's say that someone invites you to go somewhere for the weekend, instead of being like, yes, sure, of course, I'll go. You can say, yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll get back to you tomorrow. Or just if you know that you have other plans and that you don't want to go, but on the other hand, you have this fear of disappointing others. And you're like, well, if I say no, what if they don't react in a positive way? What if they are unable to hold me in that? You know, what if they get angry and stuff like that? Instead of that, you can just say, I can't, I have other plans. Simple as that. And I think that we just need to say no more. I know that on the one hand, it's empowered to say yes to everything, to, uh, to new opportunities and stuff like that. But on the other hand, I think that if you want to live a more fulfilling life with more joy and satisfaction, you need to be willing to say no to things that are not in alignment with that, to things that are just draining you and 
you know, there are so many events, so many of these gatherings, you know, your family asks you to go somewhere and you're like, you want to say no, but you're like, oh yeah, it's it's family thing. I don't want to disappoint them and stuff like that. But you end up disappointing yourself. So I think that this is a habit that needs to be done, you know, saying yes to everything and having yes as your automatic response to everything. So instead of that, you can try practicing today and throughout this week, start practicing saying either, you know, I will get back to you tomorrow or I can't, I have other plans. And that's it. Because so often we maybe have plans with ourselves, but we prioritize someone else. And we're like, we want to maybe do a favor for someone else over the week over the weekend or whatever that is so even if you have plans with yourself they can still be honored and it still can be a priority so just notice where in your life where in your day-to-day life you're automatically saying yes to everything and just Try to give yourself time to make a decision if you don't know immediately if you want to join someone or do a favor for someone or whatever that is. Try giving yourself some time, just a day to see how it feels or whatever. Or just saying, no, I have other plans. And that's it. Then the next habit that is ruining your confidence is watering yourself down to be more digestible. Now, what I mean by this is, for example, let's say that someone asks you how you're doing and you're feeling so great, you're having the best day ever, and you say, oh, I'm fine, instead of saying, I feel really great. Or not sharing your achievements because you don't want to seem, you don't want other people to think that you're bragging. So you are watering yourself down because it's more digestible for others. It's easier for others when you are relatable because, you know, other people have always a lot of complaining going on. So you maybe join that complaining party and you're just watering yourself down. You know, when you feel good, you're like, oh, yeah, it's it's fine. It's whatever. Even though you have some amazing things going on, you're just not sharing that because it's easier for others to when you are relatable when you also have a bunch of things to complain about so instead of watering yourself down to be more digestible what you can do is you can own your success and if someone asks you like what's up like what's new in your life you can share those achievements even though what's happening most often is Someone asks you, like, what's what's new in your life? And immediately there's 10 things to complain about. And another thing that I wanted to say is that you will never be too much for people who are just right for you. So if you feel like you need to water yourself down and just you feel great and you're just saying, like, oh, I feel just okay out of this fear that you might be too much for someone or that your achievements could be too much for someone, whatever that is, because as women, we also have this fear of being too much. So 
know that you will never be too much for someone who is the right person for you and your people will want to see you happy and successful. So if someone can't hold you in that, when you feel, when you want to share your achievements, when someone starts immediately complaining or just cannot celebrate you in that, cannot tell you, that's amazing, congratulations, know that those are not your people. So that's a great filter when you start being more honest, when you start being more, when you start to own your success, your achievements, and those days when you just feel amazing, if someone is not able to hold that conversation, then it's a great filter to realize, oh, these are not my people. Because your people will always be happy to see you successful and satisfied. So if someone wants to see you as, you know, average and being this watered down version of yourself, know that those are not your people. So another habit to get rid of is, and this is the one that I've done many, many times, it is doing things to get a reaction. And especially nowadays in days of social media, how many times have you posted a photo because you wanted a reaction from someone? You wanted to impress someone. And like I said in my, I think it was my previous video or somewhere in this challenge, I asked a question. It was a different context, but still, I asked a question, who are you trying to impress? And yeah, just sit with that one for a moment. Like, who am I trying to impress here? Or you're going out of your way to impress someone. You're doing something that you normally wouldn't. So if you didn't have any followers on social media, would you still post that photo? Like, why are you posting it? Let's say that you are into photography and you're just posting photos as you're editing them because you're enjoying the process and all of that. That's one thing, but when you are doing something and posting a photo or posting a story or doing whatever it is to get a reaction from someone else, that is such a confidence killer because what happens when you don't get a reaction? Again, your confidence is depending on what's happening externally. So if you get a like, amazing, your confidence is at 100. But if you get zero likes, in the first five minutes, you're questioning everything. You're looking, oh my God, is it my eyebrows? Oh my God, is it my hair? Oh my God, is it this, is it that? And suddenly, the photo that you felt great about, you're like, you know what, I should just delete it. Your confidence in this moment is depending on what are other people doing and how are other people perceiving you. And that is huge. So can you resonate with this? How many times did you do something to get a reaction? Or maybe you are at a party and you are doing something to get a reaction. Whatever that is, you're like, you see someone and you want them to react in a certain way. So you are going out of your way. You are doing something that if that person wasn't there, you wouldn't do that. 
So just think about it as you're going through your days. And this is maybe something that happens not exactly on a daily basis, but you know what? Maybe it is. Maybe it is something you're doing at work or whatever, wherever, at a coffee shop, when you are with your friends, at a bar, whenever. So think about it. Are you doing in that moment? Am I doing this just for them? Am I doing this just to get their reaction? And then you can catch yourself in that moment and be like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. And you can focus on yourself because that's a huge thing, you know, having your confidence depending on external circumstances, then your confidence is going to go like this. One moment, oh my God, I feel amazing. They liked my photo. They told me this. They told me that. You feel amazing. But what happens when it's silence? What happens where, what happens when no one is liking your photos or that person isn't liking your photos? Suddenly, you don't feel good about yourself. You don't feel like, you're beautiful enough or you're this enough or you're creative enough or whatever that is. So what you need to do and what I help my clients do, and if you like this video so far, then I invite you to join my one-on-one coaching program. I help women build unconditional confidence. And that is the kind of confidence when you are solid and we are working on, I work with my clients on their mindset as well. So that their mindset is solid. And no matter what they want to do in their life, they're not waiting for a green light. They're not waiting for other people to say, oh my God, yes, that's a great idea. You should do that. No, instead we are working on unconditional confidence so that you can trust yourself to make decisions so that your mindset is stable and so that you are a solid human. Instead of waiting for external support, for external validation, in order to do something in your life. Because if you're waiting for something else, you will never be free. It's just that you're just going to always, your power is going to be in what other people say, what other people do, how other people perceive you. That's what you're going to give the most meaning to. Instead of focusing on yourself, focusing on strengthening the relationship you have with yourself so that you can become a version that of yourself that you desire to be, prioritize yourself, help have confidence to go after what you want in life, and then just be free. Be free of what other people are thinking and stop depending and relying and waiting for someone else to make you happy. You know that it's you and you're good with yourself. So if that's something that you want to work on, if you want to overcome those limiting beliefs, insecurities, you know, what if this happens? What if that happens? If you want to take back your <laughs> if you want to take back your power and become the version of yourself who is unstoppable and confident and has this unconditional confidence, then I invite you to apply for my one-on-one coaching program. The link to it is it, the link to it is in the description below, or you can go to laivana.com slash coaching. And we can start working together. So that is it for today's video. That is it for the day 17. And I will see you tomorrow for the day 18 of the 30-day confidence challenge. Bye, guys. 
You just finished listening to an episode on the Laivana podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it over on Instagram. I'd really appreciate it. And if you'd like even more tips and action steps to start creating the life of your dreams, head over to my blog, laivana.com and binge on all the motivational content. Thank you for listening to this episode. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.